hello and welcome to Writing Children's Fiction. My name's Andy, I teach creative writing and I write children's fiction under the pseudonym A.P. Winter. Each week I'll address a different topic around writing fiction and hopefully share a few useful points to think about along the way. This is the first in a two-part look at something which can really help to develop the early stages of your story, The Catalyst. It can help to define what we mean when we're talking about catalysts. In past episodes, we've mentioned an early point in the story where we've seen the stasis world of the protagonist or protagonists, who they are, whether they're in a good place or bad place right now, what they want, what's holding them back in life, perhaps what the challenge in the world of the story might be. And from this point, We know they're going to encounter a change because stories are fundamentally concerned with change. It's going to be important and it's going to lead them to make choices that escalate in terms of significance. But how do we get from the point where they're living their lives as they always have to the point where they're engaged in this interesting game of choices? An obvious answer is an initiating choice, and I think this is really important. An initial choice, something that might even seem quite minor at the time, but that by the end of the story we'll look back on and say, this is where it all began, is a great way of focusing the reader and encouraging them to ask questions so that the rest of the book becomes essentially playing out the consequences of that choice. I go on a lot about choices, and I think they're really important as a way of understanding what your story should be presenting to the reader in each scene. So if you haven't already, you can have a listen to the episode George's Arbitrary Medicine for more ideas about that. But in most stories, there's going to be something before this initial choice, some clear event that provokes the reader to see that the story is about to go spinning in a different direction. This goes by a few names, a disturbance of the stasis, or catalyst, or inciting incident, but it essentially means the same thing, the moment you realise everything has changed. Now, importantly, the catalyst, the incident, the thing that disturbs the moment in this character's life, isn't necessarily the same as that first choice. They're two separate moments, and they may well be dealt with across several scenes, or even more, depending on how much you're playing with the way the story is conveyed to the reader. Let's say our story is concerned with a student who has lived a quiet life, let's say they're top of their class, and then some new student arrives. Anyone with an imagination can start figuring out expectations here. We can see there's a catalyst brewing, a chance to spin things in a different direction. What that direction might be will depend on the story. Is this new person someone that needs help, someone that's going to allow our character to learn that being top of the class is less important than taking care of people, for example? Or is this new acquaintance mean to them? Are they going to make our characters' lives more difficult? Are they going to lead them astray? Are they secretly an exiled wizard that's going to open a portal to another world. The important thing is that any of these possibilities show a clear demarcation between life before and life after the arrival of this person. The arrival of this person is the catalyst. 
but there'll be a choice to be made as well, and this will probably be in a separate scene or part of a series of scenes which we'll want to see the consequences of too. It's not just that someone is going to arrive and the main character will passively watch as their life changes. They will make choices based around the arrival of this new character that will really set the story in motion. If you're looking at your story and thinking, there isn't really a catalyst here, there isn't any particular event that changes things, that might be an opportunity to look at your early scenes and think about whether you need more of a sense of change and challenge taking place. As always, I like the idea of honing elements that encourage the reader to take part in constructing the story. So in this case, we're underlining this sense of the reader thinking, uh-oh, what's going to happen now? Stories can introduce catalysts fairly soon as a way of getting our attention, especially when the scope of the story is fairly focused. And often thinking about when the catalyst needs to arrive can impact the whole impression of the story. For something with a sense of pace and urgency, the action end of the spectrum in terms of storytelling, an early catalyst, something that has even happened perhaps before the narrative present in the story, might be a good choice, for example, so that we hit the ground running. I usually find that making the catalyst clear, so making one moment clearly stand out as a world-changing problem, whether it's the monster kidnapping a sibling or gaining a magic power that puts our character at odds with the government, is probably a good approach, even if there are other interesting conflicts taking place that enable the character's world to stay mostly the same. It gets the story up and running and provides a nice central question for the reader and a good reason to find out what happens next. This is sometimes called the dramatic question, and if you find this idea interesting, you might want to check out Sid Field's screenplay, The Foundations of Screenwriting, which gives a really clear sense of the three-act structure, including this idea of the inciting incident. So yes, basically, I think it's a good idea to ask when you have those first few sequences of scenes figured out in your story, does anything really change? One of my favourite examples of the early catalyst arrives on the first page, in fact, in the title of John Classen's We Found a Hat. I would definitely recommend reading this if you haven't already. Very simply, the story involves a series of choices that two tortoises make after finding a hat in the desert. The fact that there's only one hat but two friends sets up an implied test of their friendship. But before any of that, just from saying we found a hat on that first page, we have a sense that something has changed, that it's important, and that decisions will have to be made. Another important point to bear in mind is that a catalyst isn't always a bad thing. It can mean a character being discovered as a chess genius when a grandmaster happens to see them play, or winning a ticket that will give them access to a chocolate factory. Even opportunities present problems and choices that need to be made along the way, and that can be a really interesting approach for the start of a story as a way of building conflicts and problems gradually, as we've discussed in past episodes, such as where the wild things argue. The important thing is that whether it seems like a good thing or a bad thing, 
this moment will take us from the stasis stage of the story and into a new world. The question is whether this is something unique to the beginning of our story, or whether it's something which actually takes place throughout good storytelling. I'd like to pause there for this time, but next time I'd like to continue talking about catalysts with the idea of the refusal of the adventure, and why I think it's a bit trickier than it might seem on the surface. In the meantime, I've talked about the openings of stories in The Line, The Witch and The Wardrobe, and about the idea of honing a central problem or challenge and making it interesting in the very first episode of this podcast, The Great Glass Elevator Pitch, so you might want to check those out if you haven't already. All aspects of this podcast were created by me. Thank you so, so much to everyone that has supported the podcast. I'm really sorry that it's taken me a while to get to this new episode, but it's been amazing to receive your messages of support and your kind reviews of the show. Um, It makes it all seem worthwhile. If you'd like to support the podcast, and it really does help to get your support, please click on the Buy Me A Coffee link in the description, where you can quickly and easily send the price of a coffee. Also, please tell your friends about the podcast, and feel free to tweet about it, or spread the word on social media. And if you do happen to mention ideas from the show in articles, or any media of your own, please do let people know where you found it. Attributions and sharing insights is a great way to support the podcast if you found any of these points interesting. So that's all for now. Thank you again for all the support. Um, I will be posting another episode again soon, and I hope you'll join me then.